Welcome to the Tending Our Nets podcast, where we believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We encourage everyone to learn more. We work to equip believers to share their faith with everyone they know. All right, welcome to the Tending Our Nets podcast. My name is Joshua Sherman, and I am your host here. I'm in a series on the image of God and understanding what that is, who has it, uh, what it means for us today, and how that all ties into the gospel. And a couple episodes ago, I talked about the uh, story where you have religious leaders that come to Jesus, and they're trying to trap him. And they say, you know, should we be paying taxes to Caesar? What he does is he asks for a coin and he says, whose name and image are on this? Whose inscription and image are on this? And they say, it's Caesar's. And then he says, well, render unto the Caesar what is Caesar's and unto God what is God's. What he does there is also by corollary, and I talked about this the last couple episodes and it's so key, um, but now we're going to go in a different direction with it. So stay tuned here. He's basically saying that humanity bears the image and the inscription of God. And therefore, we're supposed to render ourselves unto God. And I think we have to be a little careful when we look at that. If we get a little too kind of, um, I don't know, picky about all the details, right? We might say, well, if you don't bear both God's image and his inscription, his name, you're not part of what Jesus is talking about. Uh, And I, I think that's reading it a little bit too literally. I think what we have is Jesus basically saying, you know, you were created in the image of God, therefore you bear his image, right? The other part of that is bearing his name having his name inscribed on you. That's actually a different status from just being created in his image. This is something that we see connected in with Israel. One of the books that I've read on this that I would highly recommend is uh, Carmen Joy Imes' book, Bearing God's Name, Why Sinai Still Matters. Actually going through and doing a study of this book, it's excellent. It helps to reframe a lot of things about how we understand the Old Testament in a way uh, that helps us to see how the Old Testament and the New Testament are intimately connected and how our mission as Christians is intimately connected into the mission that Israel had when God made them his people. So I want to talk a little bit about that over the next few episodes here, what it means to bear God's name, and because this is really important, and again, it ties into the image of God, it ties into the gospel, because bearing God's name and the gospel are intimately connected. So when we talk about bearing God's name, there are a couple of things that come up. So one is in Exodus 27, we have the command not to take the name of the Lord in vain. And a lot of times, of course, uh, you know, I bet if you're watching this, you're thinking, oh, that probably means I shouldn't swear and say God's name as part of that. I shouldn't exclaim something and use God's name in a way that's disrespectful. That's very true. So that's part of this. But uh, I don't think it's all of it. Uh, and the reason I don't think that is reading Carmen's book on this, uh, that she actually points out uh, that... Uh, the nearest kind of use of this term when we talk about bearing is actually in Exodus 28. And this connects into the high priest. And the high priest in Israel was dressed so that he would actually physically bear the names of the 12 tribes of Israel on the stones that were on his breastplate and bear the name of Yahweh on his forehead with a medallion that says belonging to Yahweh. And so what he would do as the high priest is he would represent God to the people and the people to God. 
if you're thinking to yourself, representation is coming up again. It's not just something related to the image, what we were created as human beings to do, who we are created to be, but also a role and a function that is taken up when we choose to be loyal to God, to take up that mission in the context of covenant. You're exactly right. They are very connected. This is deeply connected, and this is actually part of what we see in the narrative of Scripture when you see at the beginning that God creates Adam and Eve in his image, creates humanity in his image. And at the end, we have people who have become more like Christ, who are glorified, right? Who are partakers of the divine nature, who are intimately in relationship with God, experiencing what it means to be in communion with God something that some theologians describe as union without fusion, that we're so closely connected with God, and yet we do not dissolve into God as if we are just part of the whole. We still retain something of ourselves. When you look at the beginning and the end, and then all of the everywhere in between, this idea of the image of God and of the name of God, bearing God's name and his image, are continuous throughout. The nature of priesthood is being a representative, being an ambassador, a go-between, a mediator, a broker, even, uh, in the ancient world is another way you could kind of look at it. And one of the things that you see um, that God says is he calls Israel a royal priesthood. And he refers to them as his segula, his treasured possession. And this isn't just a possession like something you put up on the wall, but you can think of this almost as possession that that actually helps you to accomplish things as well. And another one of the details that we see is that God tells Aaron, the high priest, a blessing that they are supposed to pray over the children of Israel. And this blessing is meant to put his name on them. This is part of bearing his name. This is part of being covenant people of God that have chosen to purposefully take up the mission that God gave all of humanity by creating us in his image to be his children, to be his representatives on earth. So that's a little bit about bearing God's name. And I want to end by just reciting the blessing of Aaron uh, as a way of helping us to remember this heritage that we have as we are part of God's covenant people in the church, it was we are called to the same mission to represent him well on earth. And now, specifically in that, to also preach the gospel, to declare that Jesus is king, that he is victorious, that he is God. May God bless you and keep you. May God make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May God lift up the light of his countenance upon you and fill you with his peace, both now and forevermore. Amen. And so in saying that prayer over you, in essence, what I'm doing is I'm taking up that that role that Aaron had of putting God's name on to the people of Israel. You, too, can be people that bear God's name. If you are in Christ, if you have faith in Christ, That is something you already have taken up, that you are already called to. If you have not, that is something God is calling you to today. The gospel is not just about personal salvation. It is about taking up the mission of God to invite other people into his family, to invite other people to represent him well on earth. 
All right, that's all for today. We'll talk about bearing God's name a bit more in the next few episodes here. Uh, flesh that out in Old and New Testament, and then we'll tie that back into uh, the image of God and the gospel as we move forward. Thanks for joining me, and as always, please like, subscribe, share, rate, and uh, that helps us to get the word out so that we can help to equip people to share the gospel with everyone they know. God bless. You've been listening to the Tending Our Nets podcast. If you like what you hear, check us out at the Raven Creek Social Club and by searching for us on social media via Tending Our Nets. Who raises up?